0: Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the Laces Out Podcast. That's right, we're talking NFL football, we're talking playoff football. No guests this week, just me and Paul talking football. That's right, NFL football, but it's still football. I think. If you are one of our lovely subscribers... You're an amazing person and I want you to know that. If you're not quite one of our subscribers, you can change that right here and now. Click that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. It means the world to us and we will love you forever. Right, let's get going. Let's get talking some playoff football. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast. Laces out. Recording in progress. There we go. The lady speaketh, and we shall listen. It's uh, it is that time of the week. I was trying to try to remember what day it was for a second there, uh, but it is in fact that time of the week uh, where myself, my glamorous co-host, Mr. Williams, get together and we discuss NFL football. Now, sometimes we do that with guests. But apparently, all of our potential guests were too exhausted from this week's games to uh, to even even dial in to the podcast. Um, and obviously, we'll be covering those games shortly because who we? So it's going to be one of those because I always feel like as the as the season draws to a close, it's like oh, we've got this game and this game to talk about, and then that's kind of it um, we've got plenty of stats to be looking at we've got uh, obviously last week's games to go through any predictions and things like that to come up, find out if uh, Stu managed to hit a, a full boat again um, and uh, and yeah predict the two games this, this week uh, that'll probably be it <laughs> Um. Obviously, there's more to it than that, but let's let's get started and let's see how it unfolds.
1: Absolutely. I, I, obviously, not to not to jump forward in time too much, but dare I uh, dare I hazard a guess that there probably won't be a podcast next week, as we certainly won't be predicting the pro, uh, the Pro Bowl. So.
0: Now then, I am a lover of the Pro Bowl. Um. That is categorically not true. If there is one thing in sports that I hate more than the Pro Bowl, I'd struggle to find it, and that includes tennis and cricket in that category. Um, the, po- the Pro Bowl,
1: the- the ones where I've I've got a couple of different like sort of groups of friends who like American football, uh, and one of them was saying once where it's just got to a point where it's just not even worth watching because it's basically. Not even a glorified friendly because it's not really sort of worth anything. So it
0: mean, it what I'm saying
1: so as a suggestion would be, be you, you, need to put, you need to put something on it. So if, if they still keep it in the NFC versus AFC format, you'd need to change it so that whichever conference wins the game gets to either have an extra roster space or gets to have like an extra million dollars on the cap. Yeah, they or need to. Like they, need, <laughs> they need to do just, something. Put, just put something on it so that it's actually got some form of sort of credence to it, or or I, something, just to make any sort of change to it to make it worthwhile
0: yeah, watching. Yeah, I, I fully agree. I remember five or six years ago um, being like, "Oh, you know, we've got the Pro Bowl this week. Um, I'm going to watch it. It's going to be great." All of this and. I, I think I got about 10 minutes in and was like what is this it's Like the players like aren't really playing, they aren't really giving it exact. like they're all or even half it's, it's like, what, what are we doing right now about, about 15 minutes in i like is it okay to turn this off because this is a pointless waste of time and then shortly after I was like and we're done and and yeah, uh, the year in year out, we we keep having it. Year in year out, we have those players when they when they're mentioned. That it's always so and so, so and so, three time Pro Bowler. It's like and it's like who who cares?
1: They've said it before when people sort of like gone about like there's it's only around the NFL podcast. They say that people shouldn't look at. The amount of times that a guy's been like voted to the Pro Bowl as I think they should look for what's called the All Pro team. Yeah, because that's where they actually pick the best players of the positions yeah. across the board, rather than the Pro Bowl where they just basically pick either the best players and then they uh, get injured, so a, a replacement is just brought in from the uh, you know whoever whoever can uh, you know still stand at the time. Or can so be bothered.
0: That, so. It's like oh I'm, I'm injured i can't play that game i'm afraid so let's talk last week shall we uh, can't
1: do.
0: i i personally um haven't quite recovered uh I am going to offer up some. I've decided. I made a decision. I was either going to go one way or the other. I am going to offer up some rather controversial opinions. Um, and all opinions expressed on this podcast are my own. They are not uh, the the opinions of CookieCast as an organisation. They are actually my own opinions. And anything said by me on this podcast is what's what's. What's going on in my tiny little brain? Uh, so, getting that out of the way first, we can now move on to talk about just the absolute insanity uh, from the weekend.
1: Well, that game we'll have to discuss last because it it was the last game of the weekend, so it makes it makes sense to discuss last. But it was obviously. Not to foreshadow too much, the game that had the most going on in it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We'll say that. So we opened the weekend with the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to the number one ranked seed in the AFC, the Tennessee Titans. Um, of the four predictions that came in, we had three people pulling for the Bengals and one person pulling for the Titans. And it was the uh, it was the three that were happiest at the end of this as the Bengals pulled off the upset in I believe a, th- a 16-13 win uh, Indeed. no, no, I've got that wrong 19-16 19-16 because I've got 35 points in total in the game so that would make an awful lot more sense um, yeah, it just it, it almost felt to me as if the Titans just never really turned up Ryan Tannehill threw three interceptions not great um Derek Henry just didn't look like he was ready. I think they'd rushed him back because obviously they were the number one seed and they were never gonna get a better opportunity to you know
0: There was um the I think, Bowl. I think both both what you and I said last week Was kind of like mashed together You were saying that there was that possibility That he was going to come back at like 85% And was he going to be able to get up to speed And, I, and, and I, in hindsight the answer is no and I think what I said was Let's face it All the Bengals had to do Was focus on shutting down that run game And unfortunately For a team like the Titans That's kind of them done I I was saying to the stats mistress while we were watching it, I was like, "This feels like like deja vu in a lot of ways." I'm pretty sure I remember, and I kind of want to go back. Pretty sure I remember saying on a podcast, probably around this time last year, about how when you build your entire team around one person, if that one person then gets stopped, that's you. That's your game over. And I, I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of respect for players like Derrick Henry when they when they are such a huge, dominant force in a game that you know, like I like I'd said last week. You know, you put three or four people on that player just to make sure that that run game never gets going, and it. It, it, it's that formula, isn't it? If you take out one thing, a good team, a great team, would have many other options to go to and the Titans just don't have those those options. They're like, our team is Derek Henry. Uh, okay, well, what if Derek Henry's not working right? What if, what if Derek Henry's on, on the fritz and it's that? Then we are screwed. Now... We keep, coming, we keep coming back to it. I keep coming back to it. I love... And I want to say this now. I want to go on record Say this now. I've said it every week. I love Bengals football this season. The Bengals have been amazing this season. I want everybody to remember that when it comes to this week's predictions. Um, it wasn't... It wasn't bang, 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 50 points aside. One team just didn't quite get it done It was a low scoring game Wasn't the only low scoring game And no matter how much I want to see Those big scoring games the, the the theory is That when you reach this point in the season the, the two teams that are facing off against each other Should be so well matched That those scores should be relatively low And that is evident through what we've seen so yes, the uh, the Tennessee Titans did lose out to the Cincinnati Bengals congratulations to the Bengals, moving on to the next round, this will be the furthest they've gotten, did we say it was, oh, what did you say it was 32 years
1: Um, it, it will be I think there's, I think the last time they got this far was the game. they maybe got to the Super Bowl in 1988 or 1989 Um. But obviously, I don't want to step over the toes of the of the stats. But is in fact is there a is there a stat in there about um, a certain drought, or it was a it was a first time ever about the Cincinnati Bengals? Don't want to spoil the surprise.
0: Hmm. The stats are very much. Focus... Hmm. You've got some some Bengal stats. Nothing, nothing necessarily. Uh, they're talking about where Joe Burrow was drafted.
1: Ah. Um, well, basically, the, the the stat that's come out is the fact that that. In their entire history as a, as a football as an NFL franchise that is the first time they've won a playoff game outside of Cincinnati so hell of a time to, uh, hell of a time to get it and uh, you know if they can recreate the uh, if they can recreate that next uh, next week at wherever they go not to spoil anything but we'll see uh, then they can yep. uh, they can make it to another Super Bowl. Absolutely. <laughs> but the second game of the week took us to Green Bay for the other number one seed. And it was the San Francisco 49ers travelling to Green Bay in what turned out to be snowy conditions towards the midpoint and later points of the game. Snowing in Lambert. Um, uh, a clean sweep on the predictions here. We all had the Green Bay Packers advancing. And we were all incredibly foolish to be that behind Aaron Rodgers, given the fact that he had two, no, sorry, three previous attempts at beating him in the postseason and had lost every single time. So, obviously, we now know that if you have to get rid of the Green Bay Packers in the postseason, in the NFL, just sending the San Francisco 49ers, basically seems to be the uh, the uh, the upshot of that. Yeah, sorry. no scoring game, potentially understandable given the conditions. But uh, 49ers uh, snuck it with a with a, a last minute field goal, twenty three. Uh, sorry, t- thirteen to ten. Um. Packers just never got going in this. They just...
0: they really didn't. Um, so in in, in in hindsight it's one of those that you could have literally just gone with the stats for this and gone with they've never managed to get this done. <laughs> so if you went with the stats, you'd have you'd have correctly predicted this game. And that is the weirdest thing. You know, I I was joking with you and and winding you up By going, well, you know, Packers have to go out sometime. I didn't believe, I didn't for a second believe it would be this week. I honestly thought, and again, no spoilers or anything, but I honestly thought they were going to get taken out by the books. Um, We'll get to that. So... I've had a conversation this week um, in um, in our mini mini league um, group conversation type thing where I was saying um, <sighs> I don't like this version of the San Francisco 49ers so when it's, when it's this team that takes out the Green Bay Packers that have played the way that they've played. Now, I I will never tell you that the Packers will make it through the postseason. They can't. They they can't get through the playoffs. There is some weird voodoo that's been put on them that says they will never get through the playoffs. It's I, I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know how to explain it, but um. And like I said earlier, I will be I will be throwing out some controversial opinions, but I don't like this version of the Forty ers I think that's how do I how do I put this subtly? I think that goes from the sort of top down. Um, I I don't like certain players on that team. I don't like. The fact that that team has advanced I don't like the fact That they've put themselves In a position Now Where they could potentially Be 50% of this year's Super Bowl And (laughs) It's going to sound weird but But the whole situation makes me angry it makes me angry with the Green Bay Packers. It makes me angry with the San Francisco 49ers. It makes me angry with the fact that they're good. They're, you know, we use this phrase a lot more in the football podcast, but they are going to shithouse their way into a Super Bowl. It's the fact that they've got that opportunity. Like I said, the Packers were supposed to beat them so that we didn't end up in the situation that we're in now. And then the books could have, uh, could have been in the backers and that. And everything would have been right with the world. And that's not the case. And I am angry about it. But you've got to acknowledge that two teams who have made it to the playoffs, who have played well enough to make it to the playoffs, went up against each other. And one of those two teams came out victorious. Now, as you were saying, the Packers just did not get it going. But the 49ers didn't look great either. It's not like they were like a dominant force. They were very much like... It was a game of, did they win or did the Packers just lose?
1: I think it's one of those situations where, if you look back at the two games, um, the 49ers have got there in spite of the quarterback play from Jimmy Garoppolo. He's, I think, combined over the two games, he's thrown at least four picks, maybe. Yeah. But he's not—he's not looked great. I think at one point in the into the in including the third quarter, I think he was in, he was still in double figures for passing yards. And it's like this is not not good.
0: That's um, sort of, and
1: that's that, that's that's the only thing that sort of makes me think that this might be as far as they ju- as they go because surely at some point you you sort of your fortune and your luck you look your look
0: turn. has to run out your look has to run yeah. out because that is a team that's been running on luck for a little too long now so their luck has to run out um something that I've realized that we have overlooked from the previous game now the fact is i know that it's very heavily covered in the stats uh but i will have to give a cursory mention to the sheer number of sacks in the first half of the bengals titans game uh, i believe it is fully covered in the stats so we can kind of but yeah something that uh was definitely worth a mention um yeah uh I think we'll cover it. We'll probably cover it a little bit more when we talk about this week's games. Um, I have no surprises, strong opinions about the upcoming games. Um, And I've covered a a quarter of that through the fact that I'm annoyed that a quarter of the, the teams that are going into the last set of games is the 49ers. They're not the only team I'm annoyed about. So. At this point in time, who's winning the week?
1: So Or is it a tie? So as as discussed, we had all, we all, all for the pa- backed the Green Bay Packers in this one. So sadly for Mr Matthew Moore, he is 0 for two at this particular juncture. Um myself, yourself and Stu had all backed the Bengals in the early uh, okay. game. All right. So we're at least on the board with a one with a one-pointer. So, we then moved to the Sunday offering, of which I was unable to watch the first game at the time, as I was preoccupied with a live show that I was at, in Salford. So, I was just getting little bits and pieces from looking at the app, seeing texts from friends and whatnot. Um, but we did have the Los Angeles Rams travelling to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers this is a bit of a strange one because the Rams sort of jumped out to what was, what seemed at the time a bit of an unassailable lead I think it was 27-6 at the half and obviously that started people saying huh, wonder if uh, wonder if Mr Brady has been in a position like this before in the post season where he's down by multiple scores
0: I mean the the, the commentary alone was like oh he's never been in this situation before it's not like he's come back from something like this before, oh I wonder if he's going to go into the locker room and tell a particular story, it's like yes we get it, Brady's come back from big deficits before, let's focus and move on You know, spin on because we know how this goes and and go it did
1: it was, it was your stereotypical game of two halves, really, because obviously the books were woeful in the first two quarters and then played like men possessed in the second. Probably, probably not even the second two quarters. The, the fourth quarter alone was basically where they did most of the damage. Yeah. But, yeah, they managed to... So they went in at halftime 27-6 20, uh, to so um, and then managed to score... Enough points to get him back to twenty-seven points each, mm-hmm. with forty seconds left on the play clock. About that, um, Matthew Stafford takes over with no timeouts. Um, almost fumbles the ball on the first on the first play of the drive, but manages to recover it. Then hits Cooper Cup in midfield. Then hits Cooper Cup in midfield in the middle of the field again getting him down to about the twenty-yard line. Manages to get everyone to hustle up to the line. Spikes the ball. Three seconds to go. Matt Gay, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, comes on and drills the winning field goal as the time expires. Which actually was the third game of the weekend with a walk-off field goal winner. Correct. So yeah, the uh, the Rams. With the, I suppose you'd argue, third upset of the week, so far we've not had a single home team progressing in the playoffs. Nope. So the Rams 20, uh, 30 to twenty-seven, progress to the next round.
0: So uh, you and I, you and I had a uh, had a short text conversation about this game, where I went now again. In hindsight, fired off that text a little too soon. Should have waited for the for the for the end of the game before going, Look! Where 2727 and I'm like We're we we we're, we're going to overtime here because say what you want. I don't think the I don't think the Rams can can use that forty seconds to sort it out. Something we do need to discuss is the play that got them level. Um There was this whole, oh, they are going to go quarterback sneak? Because they just needed to get across the line. And it was like, fourth and inches or something. Fourth and, like a foot or something. Like, oh, they're going to go quarterback sneak. And I'm sat there. The Rams lined everybody up in front. There was nothing. There was just this wall. And I'm like, Tom Brady does not. Do quarterback snake And it's Tom Brady So if you're expecting him to do it He's going to do something else So the moment That ball got snapped And he just turned And flung it down the line And I, I was sat And I physically went You fucking idiots Because I was like Why would you Why would you not Edge your bets on that one And yeah, Leonard Fournette taking the ball and just prancing it in to level that game up. And then the Rams did what I personally didn't want to see them do. Um, Obviously destroyed 50% of my Super Bowl prediction that I predicted since before the season started. Um, There was that. I can't argue with the fact that the books didn't look great through the majority of that game um the they were very much in the could not get it going but it's always that you've got to remember who's uh, who's steering the ship and if there's one man that can bring it back as he as he rightly did he brought it back to level um It's that thing. And again we will cover this when we go into the predictions. Um, The Rams are a great team. Because. They at this point in time. Have an amazing defense. Aaron Donald. Von Miller. Mm. Oh. It is sweet. Great. Head coach, proven from from the get go, great head coach. We might maybe want to leave that there. Um, I'm not gonna lie. After everything I've ever said about Tom Brady, after everything I've ever said over all of the years, I I was glued. I was the opposite of you. I was absolutely glued, edge of the seat to that game. Uh, and like I say, it made me it made me physically shout out loud. When they when they run that uh, when they run that touchdown into level it, and I was genuinely gutted to see my 50% of my Super Bowl pick go out. But for a lot of other reasons, again, we will cover it going forward. So yes, congratulations to the Rams who move forward to the to the last postseason game before the Super Bowl. Commiserations, uh, obviously the thing that is more annoying than anything is the moment the Bucks lost that game, the uh, the sport press started churning, it's absolutely Tom Brady's final game, it's his last season, it's going to depend on, it. it's more dependent on his family than anything, it's like, can we just not, the man said he's going to play until he's 45, he isn't forty-five yet. Just, just, just use that information and take it from there.
1: Yeah, I, I sort of get that. The the one thing that, that seems to have come up quite a lot in the press, or certainly in some of the podcasts I've been listening to, was that he didn't look his usual sort of calm and composed self when he was on the pitch and stuff like that. One thing again, I don't know if it's going to be covered in the stats, but. Um, was there anything? Is there any sort of stat about penalties for Mr. Brady? Or
0: I can't tell. You. There is a lot of stuff about Brady, as you would imagine in the stats. Obviously, there is the. Was that Von Miller or was it somebody else that hit him in the face? So,
1: so Von Miller um, got up in his sort of in his face and like you know rushed rushed the passer as you do, and obviously then got to him as he was getting rid of the ball and then pushed it as you would if you look at him make the tackle um, so obviously Brady goes to the uh, goes to the refs and is like what's the deal what's the deal and then uh, won't let it lie when he doesn't see a flag come out and uh, does see a flag come out and then he's uh, probably but, horrified to find out that he's drawn an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty get, against himself uh,
0: get Vince McMahon on the phone because First time ever in fifteen season, fifteen years, he has had a unsportsmanlike penalty against himself.
1: So yeah, strange times. So uh, he was, he
0: was, he was seen to be pointing at his injury and saying, "Look at the blood," because he was, uh, he was bleeding. But I, I think uh, I turned to the stats mistress and I was like, "So." Uh, If they win, here's the headline for tomorrow. Never make Tom Brady bleed. Pretty sure I saw a tweet that had that on. In fact, I'm pretty sure it was Julian Edelman. And now, while you you let us know what happened, I'm going to find that tweet.
1: (laughs) So, from a predictions point of view, this was a 50-50 split game. We had two people in on the Rams... Two people in on the books. It's at this point that Matt Moe is praying that he's one of the two people that was in on the Rams. Otherwise, he's 0 for 3. He was one of the people who was in on the Rams. So, well done, Matthew, getting your first point of the week. The other person who was backing the Rams... Is this man right here? Yep. So, unfortunately, that does leave Andy and Stu out on Bucks Island. Um... And yeah, sadly they uh, they are incorrect. Yeah, I thought it was the uh, the thing from dodgeball, which uh, is obviously hilarious. Um, so yep. Yeah, so as f- uh, from the three games played so far, that puts myself on two points, Andy and Stu on one point, and Matt on one point. So
0: speaking of tweets, before we move on from that game, uh have got to give a shout out to Antonio Brown's tweet.
1: <laughs> Talk about twisting the knife.
0: Antonio Brown I
1: haven't, I haven't seen this so go on.
0: Ah! Antonio Brown being the good sportsman that he is. In fact, look right there at the top of the old uh, top of the old Twitter feed. There he is. Being the good sportsman that he is fired off this little beauty at the end of the game.
1: Wow! What a so for those who were for those who were not uh, watching the podcast at the top of the tweet it says I can, and then it's a picture of him dancing through the end zone whilst removing his shirt as he did. Uh, with a sign that has been superimposed between his hands that just says "books" eliminated. Yeah, I will be amazed if he is in the league at any point next season.
0: I mean, let's not put it let's not put it past the uh, the the Jacksonville Jaguars to pick up the phone. Uh, but yeah, I I think he may be done as an NFL player.
1: Unfortunately so, for him anyway. So, that leaves us with one game left to call. And it was a bit of a doozy, ladies and gentlemen. We have the Buffalo Bills taking on the Kansas City Chiefs in a rematch of last season's AFC Championship game. Now, to say this was high scoring would be an understatement. To say this was end-to-end stuff would be an understatement Mm. to say this was potentially the best game ever played in the National Football League I don't think is too much of a stretch this was phenomenal I watched the first half live and then unfortunately fell asleep as I was knackered so I I had to catch up the following day to to see the remaining half that I didn't see and it's just absolutely unbelievable even so even if you can't watch the whole thing just try and find the action from the two minute warning onwards and that in it's own right is pretty much just like it's own game in in its own little weird two minute sphere, because
0: <laughs> I saw I saw I think it was again a tweet, uh, but I saw a thing that said uh, new new rules. Uh, the Super Bowl has been cancelled this year, and instead it will be a seven game series between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. And I read it and went, I'm I'm fine with this. I'm, yep. I am fine with this. The fact that we can't have that as our Super Bowl is criminal. They should be I like, like do you know something? This is the best it's going to be. So, let's do this.
1: Well, I think we'd said it. We'd said it on last week's podcast. We were both like, if if this was the Super Bowl, I know it's physically impossible for it to be, but if this was the Super Bowl, no one would be disappointed by that. No. So, yeah, the, the last the last two minutes were just. Absolutely unbelievable! I think the lead changed hands three, if not four times. Um, yeah, it ended up with with the the Bills taking the lead with thirteen seconds left in the game. Um,
0: so many memes, so ah, many memes,
1: just unbelievable! So the thirteen seconds left, the Bills then obviously kick off. The ball goes through the end zone so no time is taken off the clock. The Chiefs have time to run two plays, one of which goes to Travis Kelsey within field goal range and it immediately, a timeout is called by both Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes which takes the game, which takes the game to, uh, sorry, stops the clock, gives the Chiefs the chance to kick the game-tying field goal which goes straight through the uprights we then go to the the toss for overtime Josh uh, Josh Allen calls incorrectly which hands the Chiefs the ball and the Bills offence never sees the field again Uh, so
0: um, (laughs) another meme that's popped up is a picture of Josh Allen with his helmet up here with just this dazed look, just this and the caption was But Tails Neville fails
1: He's not wrong But unfortunately the uh, He was let down And uh, yeah The Chiefs drove Mahomes to Kelsey In the back of the end zone Game winning walk off uh, touchdown So yeah we had I believe it was 42 36 in favor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Just unbelievable. I remember what, when I was watching the, the highlights back, I actually, I think on more than one occasion, audibly gasped because I was like, oh my God, the Bills are going to do it. Oh my God, the Bills have done it. Oh my God, this is unbelievable. And then the last 13 seconds happened. It was just like, you, you can't, you couldn't have scripted that any better. Um, what was, what was good to see was that, obviously, as soon as the, the winning touchdown had, had been scored, um, obviously Mahomes went and celebrated with Kelsey, and then obviously there was the fireworks going off around the stadium. Um, there's a feed that cuts to, obviously, everyone coming on the field. Patrick Mahomes basically runs almost the length of the pitch to try and find Josh Allen, and yeah. They have this, this sort of, yeah, it's you know, in that
0: there was this they made this big thing about him leaving the celebration to purposely go and find Josh Allen.
1: Yeah. Uh he then did the post pre uh, the post match interview with someone on the field where he said that uh that guy played his ass off. Sorry for my language. Because apparently nowadays you can't say ass. America's weird man. So yeah, so getting the win and progressing on to the AFC Championship game. For the fourth time in four years It is the Kansas City Chiefs So Uh,
0: Get get Vince on the phone again Because I believe that is also The first time ever
1: Exactly So from From a Predictions perspective we have Three people were In on the Chiefs One person Was on the Buffalo Bills, sadly for me, I was that one person. So, from a moral perspective, I'll take a, a point on the proviso that games only last 59 minutes and 47 seconds. From an, from a much more accurate perspective, Oops. Andrew, Stu and Matt all take a point for taking the Chiefs to win which annoyingly, for the week puts myself at two out of four games correctly predicted. Andrew at two out of four games predicted, Stuart two out of four games predicted, Matthew Moore two out of four games predicted. Now sadly, because only Andy and Stu had predicted the same the same result across the board, we only took point differential from those two in the event of a tiebreaker. So because there was a tiebreaker across the board, I've had to do the only thing I could do that I deemed was the sensible thing to do, and I've given everybody a third of a point. Because obviously Matt and Stu were playing together as the guest. So...
0: There you go. For
1: the post-season scores... I was gonna give it what I was gonna do it 0.25. So I was gonna give everyone a quarter of a point. That was like, no, because that'll leave a quarter of a point unaccounted for. Correct. So myself and Andy now have 0.33 points. Stew, or oh, sorry, guest out on his own with one point three three points. Moving in. To next week's conference championship games, but before we get there, I believe, as we've as we've uh, attested to already, we may have some delicious, tasty morsels of statage to go through uh, with your. I laser saw,
0: um, I saw. I saw behind the curtain today. I saw a little bit how the sausage was made. I. Uh, I, I did the. Uh, the getting, getting the website and everything bit, and then handed over to the stats mistress to do the magic. Because when the when those stats come in in their raw, unfiltered form, it's like, jeez. So uh, big, big shout out to the stats mistress. Because no matter how much I think I could do it, it's it's way way outside my uh, my wheelhouse. Um, Credit also goes to Nate Davis from USA Today There are uh, a healthy selection of stats here And the only way to get going is to get going So, NFL Divisional Round Stats Number 1 is a monster stat Has there ever been a quartet of playoff games this good? All 4 featured field goals on the last play of Regulation Final one sending the Kansas City Chiefs and Buffalo Bills to overtime in an instant classic one. 42-36 by the two-time defending AFC champions, the Chiefs. Touchdown on the first possession of overtime will resurface questions about the fairness of the NFL's format given Buffalo never got To possess the ball in the extra period. The bar has now been set quite high for Championship Weekend. When the Chiefs will host the Cincinnati Bengals. While San Francisco 49ers visit the Los Angeles Rams for the second time in three weeks. Number two. The Chiefs will become the first team ever to host four straight AFC Championship games. Number three, the average margin of victory in the wild card round, 17.2 points. The average margin of victory in the divisional round, 3.8 points. The average margin in the divisional round after four quarters, 2.3 points. Number four. Did you know you can surrender four touchdown catches to one player but still advance to a conference championship game? The Chiefs knew. Number five. Did you know you can allow nine sacks but still advance to a championship game? The Bengals knew. Number six. Did you know... You don't have to score an offensive touchdown to still advance to the conference championship game. The 49ers knew. Number seven. Did you know you can lose four fumbles but still advance to a conference championship game? The Rams knew. Uh, I will now hand over to you for less of a did-you-know scenario.
1: Yes, yeah, sadly, I uh, I can't continue the did you knows, mm. unfortunately. Um, but I can tell you that these playoffs are the first since the 2009 season that won't feature either Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers in the championship round. That is absolutely ridiculous.
0: Thirteen years.
1: The 49ers will play in their 17th conference championship next weekend. That is the most of any franchise since the AFL-NFL merger in 1970. Uh, oh, it was it was in fact covered in the stats. The man with seven Super Bowl rings, Tom Brady, now owns his first unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. Flagged for the infraction Sunday after complaining to ref Sean Hockley about the bloody lip he sustained from Rams offensive linebacker Von Miller, outside linebacker. Sorry, not offense. The Bengals' Joe Burrow is the first quarterback drafted number one overall to reach a championship game by his second season.
0: Yeah, old, sadly, uh, Old Smokey Joe. Sadly,
1: sadly, Baker Mayfield can't say the same thing. Next, Burrow hopes to join Kurt Warner, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger. And Russell Wilson, a second-year quarterbacks to win the Super Bowl. Pretty good company there. Certainly is. Let's give a shout out to the Chiefs, Tyreek Hill, who reminded us all that he might be the most he might remain the most explosive, explosive receiver in the league, whether on offense or returning punts.
0: Just before you go on, I did see a thing about never, ever, ever make Tyreek Hill run a second time. And, I, and at the time I was like yeah that was uh, that was because you know he ran that first one. I was like eh, yeah, it's fine ran the second one was just like so, yeah regretting thing, that penalty weren't you
1: one thing that did come up that we sort of picked up on was the fact that as he was scoring his touchdown he didn't he, he obviously flashed the old peace sign to the guys he was going past him and that never that never drew a penalty which we thought was a bit odd because that's I mean if that's not a ton I don't know what is basically but we finish with if Sunday was Tom Brady's final NFL appearance he gave his fans one final thrill with a near epic comeback against the Rams his haters also enjoyed some satisfaction that the box the books couldn't finish it off Brady deflected questions about his future following the defeat, but the story of the off-season could be monitoring whether he'll make good on his long-stated desire to play until he's 45. Regardless, even if you're not a fan, don't you want to see this man in the arena for one more year? I'm happy if he retires. I'm happy for him to go. You know, you give someone else a chance to. uh I'd... You know, get get let's 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 get to the Gabbard zone, shall we?
0: I said to uh, I said to the stats mistress on Sunday. I was like, "He's looking old. Like they showed like a close-up, and he's got all the the grey. Like very much like me, he's got all the grey coming in down here and stuff." I was like, "He's looking old. And She was like, "He's 44. Like, well, yeah, the two things kind of <laughs> yeah, go together, I'm, I guess. You know,
1: like I said, I think I think it's it's telling. Bruce Arians came out and said that he's. He, he's convinced that he'll be back next season
0: I'm convinced he'll be back
1: think next season if, if Bruce Arians isn't back next season I don't think Brady would be he'd potentially. or if he does come back he'd potentially look to, to sort of see if he could be traded elsewhere but I think it's that thing where if one if one's back the other will be back for one more yeah. remains like yeah. that but knows who knows who knows
0: So that's the stats and all that leaves now is to close the book on last week's games but move forward to this week's games not a lot to talk about it's two games but what are two games we have one i mean it's going to be it's going to be a juicy 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 game to watch the young book going up against the only a little bit further in his career book and then there's another game that will also be happening that let's face it nobody really cares
1: about that's that's the weirdest thing about it I'm pretty sure like like a year apart in age, yeah. they? they're about the same age or something like that, yeah, one of us in the league like three times longer, yeah. so yeah, our AFC and NFC Championship games will be contested next Sunday, the first of which is the AFC Championship game, which as we've discussed, takes place between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs,
0: I am very much looking forward to this. I I have been I've been a good uh, a good cheerleader for the for the Cincinnati Bengals this season. I've really liked what they've got going on. I think they've got an amazing dynamic. I think um, I've, I, I keep saying that. I think Joe Burrows is absolutely what that team needed, and he's proven himself time and time again. He looks good. He plays well. He's building this real sort of rapport with the other players. the the him and Jamar Chase thing is just mm, peak peak performance. They are a great team at this point in time, and they and they've proven that that that's why they've made it this far. Um, Kansas City Chiefs, you know, they're they're very much becoming the the hot team, the team that if you you know when we start next season. Depending how this season ends Maybe, maybe not When we start next season How many people In their season long prediction Will be picking the Kansas City Chiefs To be doing that dance again Because I know one man Who will more than likely be doing it So I am looking forward to this game
1: Yeah I uh, I, I don't think you'll be I don't think you'll be alone in that one particularly Um so, it is the it is the young upstart going against the at this particular time not a seasoned pro by any chance, but the slightly more seasoned pro. He's got that. A... Yeah, just got they just got the extra couple of turns yeah. of the old pepper grinder. The, he's, had um, a, he's had a, a
0: hit with a spice weasel.
1: Pow. Exactly. He's, he's knocked it up another notch. Yeah. Indeed, Andrew. Yeah. So. Even though the Bengals have played very well the last two games, they've knocked off the number one seed, they beat the Chiefs in week seventeen. They did. Granted, that was in Cincinnati. It was. Even given all those things, we've all backed the Chiefs. I think it I think we're all probably working from a perspective of they've been to the dance before. In these sort of games, that tends to matter for quite a lot. So yeah. We've all given the edge to the Chiefs. Um, it is what it is. I I, I think the Chiefs will win. Pro- Part of the Chiefs are favourite by a touchdown. I think it'll it'll be one of those games where it's probably going to have to be the, the Bengals are only going to win if they can keep pace with the Chiefs' offense. Really, so
0: we'll see. Saying it's, saying that they're going to win by a touchdown. I feel is probably a bit of an understatement. I, you know, no matter how much I've enjoyed the Bengals this season, I think when you put them on on the field with the Chiefs, when the Chiefs are staring down the the barrel of potentially going to the Super Bowl, with some of the with the fact that they're still pulling out the odd trick play here and there. Obviously, we saw uh, Travis Kelsey taking a little uh, snap at the weekend. Um, the 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 runs that Tyreek Hill made. It's, I, f- I feel that there might be a, just that 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 bit of that bit of difference that sets the Chiefs apart from the Bengals, and is going to put them uh, in the in the that side of the Super Bowl.
1: Yep, wouldn't disagree with that. So we move to the NFC Championship game, which will take place in LA, which, as you might be aware, is the site of this year's Super Bowl. So we have the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Los Angeles Rams for a place in said Super Bowl now this is one that's not split opinion as such but we have got one person who's differed to the rest
0: oh I wonder who well, that might
1: be yeah uh, you might be surprised so myself Andy and Matthew Moore have all picked the Rams to take really? care of Bills in their own backyard to progress to. So it never happened for the first 54 years and now we could get back-to-back years where teams make the Super Bowl in their own stadium. Yeah. Would be an interesting, would be an interesting fact but we'll we'll wait and see. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, so Stu is the only person who's taking the 49ers. Because I have a feeling that we might have a certain amount of Similar picks across the board. I've asked everyone to give me a point total for the two games. Clever. So, Andrew has gone over the course of the two games for seventy-five points to be scored in total. I've got the I've got the figures from Stew, but it's re- I've realised I don't need him because if his if his predictions come in, he will just win the week. Whereas, hmm. Stu has gone for sixty-one points to be scored in total, Matt has gone for eighty-two points across the two games, and I've probably had some sort of head injury because I think it's going to be triple digits. I've gone for one hundred and one points in total.
0: I nearly went. I nearly went in the hundreds.
1: Mainly based on the fact that I just think that the if if the Chiefs hit, yeah, consecutive, we could be talking. 21 28 something yeah. 35 30 yeah, we, yeah. could, we could be talking big big scores yeah 49 um, Rams could be a bit closer but I mean that's another one that all it takes is a couple of picks here and there from Garoppolo or Stafford and we could be talking big scores there as well so okay. that is that is the that is the predictions
0: can I now All spend can I now spend the next 45 minutes talking about the fact that how much how much I despise the fact that we're, that we're getting this game or or not cuz Would you be I I hate this game so much. I hate everything Rams, about it. Rams 49. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't want this to be a thing. I don't want I think- uh, because and this and here's the reason because what could potentially happen is the 49ers and I'll say this for the second time the 49ers could shit house their way into the Super Bowl. Because I mean I I was I, I was I was in awe watching that that Rams defence the weekend. They are legit and this is where your defence sets you aside from the rest of the pack. Your defence Will take you to and win you a Super Bowl. And looking at the four teams that are left. They're they're worlds apart. That Rams defence is legit. The thing that's annoyed me through this entire season is... How Matthew Stafford suddenly become this like he, he? Somebody handed him a halo and went. Let's just forget all those years that you were uh, that, that you were over in Detroit because they didn't happen apparently. Because you know, you know when he was at the Lions and how shit he was then. It's like oh, he's gone to the Rams and he's really good now. Now I've said all season, some players and some teams just don't fit, and when those players move to the right teams, they do fit. And I've got to I've got to say, you know. Stafford look, has looked like a completely different player playing for the Rams. But I think that's down to the coaching. And I know it's you know you've got all sides of the ball, you've got the the players on the field, you've got the guys on the sideline, you've got the guys in the booth. It's it's a team, and I do I do get that. Of the two, obviously I've I've picked the Rams because. There, there have been there have been points through these playoff games where i've i've seen a possible a parallel dimension where our super Bowl you know was the titans versus and i was like well i guess i guess i'll be doing something else that that sunday night um it's the things that make me think about turning it off and if we walk out of this weekend with a Chiefs Forty ers Super Bowl, a Bengals Forty ers Super Bowl, I, I'm gonna have to seriously reconsider my choices about what, what you
1: know, what, whether I'm gonna be watching. Because yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, regardless, obviously, we'll we'll still be t- we'll still be tuning in. Some yeah, like that, but
0: yeah. It is,
1: it is that sort of thing where we've seen we've seen the the 49ers chiefs in the super bowl 2 years ago there's always there's there's been a bengal's 49ers super bowl i believe twice and it's and both times it's come with the 49ers um i don't think off the top of my head there's ever been a rams chiefs super bowl and if you cast your mind back two or three seasons ago there was that absolutely ridiculous 51-49 game between those two that was an utter shootout yeah. granted Jared Goff was quarterback in the uh, the Rams that night but the, uh, the majority of the teams are still the same and so yeah. like with a couple of additions all like tweaks yeah, so. and i'm
0: very much in that camp of that needs to be our super bowl that needs to be the super bowl it needs to be the chiefs versus the rams and I'll be I'll be tuning in with bells on to to watch what I imagine will be very similar to that game. Will be very similar to some of the games that we've seen. You know that I know it can't happen, but I, you know if only that Bills Chiefs game could have been it. Um, you would you'd take that all day every day. So I think I think what it boils down to is when you've spent. An entire season, looking forward to the big, the big game, the big dance. You then don't want to be like, Ugh. you want the excitement. You want it to have built from from game one. Where you're like, eh, it's game one. Doesn't really matter who wins. Yeah, you won, but are you still going to be here in the you know in seventeen weeks time? No, you want that build to that crescendo. Of a Super Bowl, a monstrous Super Bowl, and if that isn't what we're given, it's that. <sighs> Did I waste all this time? So that's that's where I am. I uh, I'll be be watching with bated breath. Anything else? Anything that we've maybe not covered from the week? Anything that's going into this weekend? We need to talk
1: about. So Any there's, nothing from, there's nothing from a and there's nothing from a playoff perspective, but something that has just come out in the last couple of hours to obviously massively date when this particular podcast has been recorded. Yes, Sean Payton's storied run this is directly from the NFL mobile app. Sean Payton's storied run with the New Orleans Saints is finished. Payton is stepping down as head coach of the Saints. NFL Network insider Ian Rapoport reported Tuesday, Payton, 58, leaves the Saints with an overall regular season record of 152 and 89, and a postseason mark of nine and eight, including one Super Bowl victory and the 2006 AP Coach of the Year award in 15 seasons. Rapport adds that Saints defensive coordinator Dennis Allen is considered the leading candidate to replace Payton. Lions defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn is also expected to interview, uh, per Report, reported something that Payton, who had three years remaining on his contract, had not committed to returning to coach New Orleans after an incredibly difficult and challenging season. Saints owner Gail Benson confirmed the uncertainty in New Orleans on Tuesday when she said, I don't think any of us know what Payton's future with the team is. And it just goes on to basically sort of talk about his time there. Uh, what I have seen is that as we speak, there is a live press conference on the, or news conference, sorry, on the go where he is speaking to reporters in New Orleans. So I imagine that's him basically resigning his post.
0: If he's got time left on details. his contract, it makes you wonder whether there are other reasons behind it. It makes you wonder, you know, you never know about things like people's health or things like it,
1: it family might situations be that. or... It, it could literally just be that thing where he's decided that he's a bit fried burnt out he just needs a season or two away from the game to recharge his batteries or, or maybe it's just the fact that he's just decided he wants a new challenge he wants he wants he wants another go in a different part of the country maybe he maybe thinks he can rebuild something in i don't know in jacksonville or in oakland not in oakland las vegas he, he you never know um, obviously, more stuff will. Be, it'll become a lot clearer in the next couple of weeks and stuff like that. So, watch this yeah. space. But yeah, as of as of what appears to be now, the uh, San the, the New Orleans Saints are uh, in the in the market for a new head coach. Bit of a bit of a, a tumultuous couple of seasons for uh, Saints fans. Yeah. First the quarterback goes, and now the head coach goes. It's been a bit of an upheaval over the past twelve months.
0: Indeed. Well, there you go that is the uh the nfl podcast done and dusted uh just cast my cast my eyes across to see uh, how long this puppy had run in at, and it's probably one of our longer nfl podcasts in the sense that we literally had a handful of games to go through so you know swings and roundabouts in it uh thank you to my glamorous co-host with co-most Thank you to uh, Stu and Matt for sending in predictions. Don't forget, if you want to go up against us with your NFL picks, if you want to let us know what you think your Super Bowl is going to be, or anything like that, you can drop us a line through our social medias, through our email, or you can just shout at the screen. I'm sure we'll hear you. That's it for this one. Uh, Next week... uh, uh, Paul might be right, there might not be one next week, because... Well, we kind of have to cover. Uh, we'll,
1: well, we'll, we'll let you we'll know. We'll play it. We'll play it by you. if needs be. We'll we'll do a little. We'll try. We'll try our best to put the bat signal out. And we'll try and get some people on, and we can do a cookie cast podcast. Alternative end of season awards or something like that
0: with trophies. That's it. There we go. Done and dusted. Uh, we will maybe see you next week. We'll let you know. Until when we do see you, uh, yeah, fingers crossed for a a Chiefs-Rams Super Bowl. Right, that's it. Tatty bye. Take care. Peace out. There you go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Another week of games gone. Another week to look forward to. Not so many games, but they're going to be juicy big thank you to paul Stu, matt everybody that's sending in predictions and like i said previously you can send your predictions to us jump to our website the cookiecast.com check out our social media links or just send us an email there's a button there and it'll send it straight through to us drop us your predictions and you could win the week that's it for this one till next time oh it's it's coming that last week of the season I can feel it. Until then, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then.